Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cathedral of Velvet podcast. I am your host, as always, Power Jew Show. Thank you guys for coming back. Another two weeks has come and has gone and by. And, oh, hey, we had a release of a new Persona game. And that's pretty nice, right? 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 So, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we, we don't have too many articles depends on how long each articles are so just like you know just gonna get that out of there but uh yeah not that many but uh i think that's kind of obvious with uh with uh now we're down a game for our you know uh our our coverage for you know the, the persona series and all that stuff so uh yeah we're 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 lowering the, the amount of articles that we're gonna be seeing throughout um throughout the day so uh yeah uh so um yeah uh yeah thing thing it, 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 well what am i trying to say oh my god <laughs> um but but what i'm trying to say is hey we, we still got some things to cover and uh yeah we'll, we'll cover that in a bit but of course as always you know before you know we head into the article so we talking you know a little bit about what's been happening you know these past two weeks and all the IRL stuff so um let's see here I think I've mentioned last time that I finished recording um FES well this time it's already out FES is Persona 3 Portable plus FES is done it's already up on the channel I've got it up on the main channel so you guys want to check that out it's already links in the description below. So, yep. Oh, and, you know, just want to you know, try to reminisce about that. So, like, the project started, well, the beginning of, like, P3P. Sorry, like, I believe, like, literally the last month of 2022. So, like, I started recording then. And then I think I've released the episode, like, Basically, the day of the port of uh, PTP for consoles uh, went out. So, really, earlier this year. And, yeah, like, that that went by all right. But there were some times where I was just like, uh, I'm not sure. Was it before I started doing the FES content or was it after? But there, there was a time... Um, like during the whole period of P3P, that uh, that things weren't going too too well with me and uh, me me and my family and uh, and yeah that was kind of um, it it, it kind of like made me uh uh well, what's kind kind of like not really motivate to do the content because it was just like man I. I, because of what happened, I just, like, I, I didn't want, want to record, because it's just, like, wasn't really happy about, like, you know, going into recording, but it was also, like, with the FBS con itself, because there was just, like, not that much of a, um, uh, so, so I'm just looking at my, uh, recording stuff, so the last episode of basic portable was in june june 20th and then i didn't get into fes content until a month later 
yeah, I've been a little bit over a month later on August 28th. And then started put, putting content out. Okay, so like uh, into September. Um, and then let's see, I know there was uh, like a bit of a gap. So, okay, so into September, I stopped uploading on the 6th. And then didn't upload a new episode up until up until November 7th. So that was a two-month gap of, like, no recording because, one, really uh, was really, like, unmotivated from stuff that was happening throughout this past year. And also just the content of FES was just, like, ridiculously, like, like, it was really hard, of course, because the answer is hard, so we just can't, like, like, but it's also, like, you know, uh, it, it's just, like, oh, man, like, this content is not really up to par compared to the other personal games I played, but then again, it's from 2000, what, 2007 FES, so it was just, like, yeah, I, like, I was trying to, like, yeah, I gotta get into the focus that I was, like, came out during this era era it's not gonna be up to par like the modern games but it was just like oh man i i just don't like it <laughs> i don't like how i can't control my party members i i didn't like how i couldn't you know just like i didn't like like how the computer just like didn't follow the tactics that the tactics command i gave them because it was just like i told you to do this and you're not doing that i'm just like oh but at least, you know, after, uh, you know, November, I was, like, able to just continue on with, uh, with, uh, recording and, um, and uploading. I was mainly, like, I think, like, within that two-month period, I was recording, but I just wasn't, uh, I was recording and I was editing, but I wasn't uploading, because, because I also felt, like, during times, just, like, man, I it doesn't feel like this is good enough to upload like this stuff. Like I had it all edited. I had the thumbnails ready, but just like, no, no, it didn't really feel ready to like put, put out. But I'm just like, you know, screw it. Let's just, let's just finish this off. Let's do this. And then we can be, you know, just done with this. So it took, uh, so starting from like November 7th, all the way up to, the 27th so 20 days well not 20 days but like uh let me just count um so technically six days so six so uh six twelve eighteen uh 19 days of uploading okay yeah yeah right uh actually i should be counting uh uh, let me see. So, seven. no, t technically it's 18 days because, um, I'm not, I didn't upload on, on that Monday. So, yeah, 16, 18 days of uploads. So, 18 days, 18 episodes. Yep. So, yeah, finally having that done. Finally feel that, you know. Quoting the title of the last episode, resolution of doing this project after such a long time. And I've been wanting to do portable 
on the channel for the longest time. I initially have like uh, I want to do that like twenty. What was it like um. I think like 2012, no, no, not, not, not 2012, um, I think either 2013 or 2014 that I initially had like an, I had initial like trailer put up like, oh, hey, next let's play is going to be Persona 3 Portable, check it out, and then I stopped doing that because I was initially doing that on an, uh, on emulator, emulator, but it was just like my computer at the time, which was just like, oh, an Acer laptop, it, it, it couldn't run well, so I'm just like, nah, I had to scrap that. So, hey, many years later, when I finally have a better computer, have a capture card, and, you know, legit um, hardware to, you know, uh, to play off of, I was like, yep, we're ready to do this. All I had to do is just play the game another, <laughs> another time again, but just like, yeah, finally glad that, you know, despite, you know, this is, this is my longest project that I've ever done. Like, this is like over almost a year of, you know, recording, editing, you know, uploading, all that stuff. And this might be the channel's like, like a least amount of projects done. Because, you know, other years probably like, just like, oh yeah, we've done like three or four less plays in a year. But like this one. Only the one, one and a quarter, if you're counting, you know, uh, the answer is part of the thing too. But, uh, yeah, um, but I'm glad to say that I'm glad that Persona 3 is done. Um, I will say that, uh, Tactica is next on the list, but I'm all, and also Reload coming out in February <laughs> and yeah that's that's something that's just gonna be a whole nother mess to deal with it's gonna be somewhat you know uh, straightforward because you know all the quality of life fixing they're gonna be doing that but uh yeah Persona per 3 Portable is finally done and I'm not done working <laughs> I am still not done working but uh yeah uh, besides that, um, I also did, um, last week, uh, a little live stream over on Twitch. I did a live stream of me doing an unboxing of, um, Kamurai Gotchard's, uh, Gotchard Driver, which I actually have in my hand right now, which I'm just gonna, just gonna... Yeah, we got, you guys can hear that, just like, I, I love this thing, just gonna... Oh, it, it doesn't it doesn't recognize the cards that's currently in it right now. So let me just uh, yeah, it, it is pretty loud. I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, 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 I know. But uh, yeah, the live stream was a, a real real wild thing. Um, let me see if I can do this in one try. Oh, okay, okay, we we, we got one. Okay, we're we're doing this in one try, one try. All right, oh, let's go, let's go. And Sheen. Oh, 
Alright, alright, yeah, yeah. Now let's do the finisher. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, well the live the live stream we we unboxed it, we tried to do all the things that we could do, and man, I was having a bad time trying to like use the gimmick, but you know, after a couple hours after the stream I was like, wait, okay, so let me just uh slide in there. Not not all the way at this at, at one time, but just like no. Hear that click and then push the card in, like, oh, okay, that's how it works. Yeah, um, that that's gonna be uploaded onto the main channel soon, so keep an eye out on that. But uh, this is uh, you know, my first ever uh, uh, comrade belt. Uh, I'm gonna have to try to get the um, or get uh, a belt expansion so it can actually be wearable around my belt. So hopefully, you know, I, I can you know try to do a cosplay of of. Of Comrade Garchard, maybe, hopefully, please. <laughs> but yeah, this was a fun, uh, fun little little belt there. My first belt. I can't believe I got it in my own hands. Like yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fun, fun doing that. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else has been done during these past two weeks? Um. Oh, uh, did a Yu-Gi-Oh unboxing. I think that was also within uh the past two weeks. Uh, let me just see. Yep, that was. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, it was. And like, oh, it felt nice doing, you know, a Yu-Gi-Oh unboxing because just like it's it's been a while. It's been a while since I done a, an actual like booster box. Uh, I pulled some good stuff. Not gonna lie, pulled some good stuff there. Uh, I I hope Konami keeps doing these rarity collections because they have some great staples that people needed. And definitely, I needed. <laughs> so hopefully, they do more of that. You know, follow. Uh, Called the the OCG, like they release rarity uh, collections like some, like multiple times, like throughout the multiple years. So like, hopefully they're able to do more of that, and hopefully like the reception of the rarity collection, like oh people like this, let's do more. And so I was just like, oh people like this, let's not do that again, let's not do that again. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we're able to. Uh, hopefully Konami is able to. Uh, um do more of the rarity collections and um let's see uh work um it's been all right um this past weekend was we had a we had a tree tent set up so we were cutting up um cutting up and trimming tree christmas trees for our customers and man it got busy it definitely got busy uh and like we had like a person who come who came in like Lily when we were closed and we were just like oh um can 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 we you know pick out a tree please you know uh you know with me and my kids here and you know we we, we really want to get you can can we please get like you know five minutes it's like oh, okay now like we were closed but the store isn't closed like it's kind of like a separate entity but like still uh so lady guy got, got a tree 
And it was just like, okay, finally, we can go clean up and all that stuff. But what kind of sucks is like, um, like, people would give, you know, uh, the people who were, like, you know, loading the trees and, like, you know, uh, cut, cutting the trees for them, like, some tips. But what really sucks is that you can't really keep the tips, which, like, kind of sucks. Well, it depends. Just that, uh, like, uh, there was a, a supervisor there who was all constantly like watching us it's just like oh man so just like we would have to like kind of like mm, like we would we would have we would have to like turn in the tips so like like uh it really sucks because there 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 was you know uh uh supervisors were like yeah you're you're, you're cool to, to keep some of it I, if it's not like you no know, a big amount so it's just like uh, but this guy's just like, mm, nah, couldn't. I mean, I I think it's like I'm not sure like about laws about like tips and stuff, but like, pretty sure like they can't say tell you that oh you can't keep tips just like, or something like that. But I'm pretty sure like all the, the tips gonna be like oh hey here's you know a pizza party and just like, well here's a pizza party which only costs you know about. 40 or so dollars and we will pocket the rest i'm just like i'm pretty sure that's 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 gonna go because like uh uh like pretty sure like the in the tip jar in one day could be like a hundred or so dollars so just like so just like uh i'm pretty sure i kind of hope you know the the tips goes goes for you know something that that is really worth it you know but I, I kind of doubt it because with the stuff they provide for us, like on the, like, uh, for whenever they give us some kind of rewards, like pretty cheap, not going to lie. It's like, oh, hey, here's a, oh my God, like Kimberly, like earlier this year, they like, oh, hey, here's a pizza. And the pizza was split in like 16 ways instead of eight. It was just like, wow, you guys were really being cheap on this, you know, instead of, getting multiple boxes of pizzas like hey just uh split it into more slices and people get less amount yay so that was really dumb but um oh wow i've been talking for almost 20 minutes and we haven't got gone to uh gone to it but uh just to wrap up oh man people try, try to keep your tips you know like you you work for it you, you earn it you know you do the hard work yeah you, you you should really uh keep keep your own tips uh but uh yeah um oh one more thing uh uh i think i uh yeah uh it was within the last two weeks uh i got a new not someone new game it's not really new at time of its release well by the time i got it but um video games plus uh was having like a sale which is like going on it was like oh hey uh they had a copy of zenki zero which was a game that i didn't pick up at release because it was censored because hey sony fuck you when your whole censorship when he moved to california and all that shit so it was just like you know, I'm not I'm not picking this game up because fucking Sony decided to censor it, and uh, VGP had a sale on, and it was like one of the last three games for like uh, fourteen bucks, fourteen dollars. It was like, 
Well, I'll, I'll get it. And it was a day one edition too, so it got the bonus soundtrack in there. So I was like, oh yeah, pretty cool. And I saw on and I before I buy checked online to see you know what was like the cost of of the game, like even like used. Like oh man, I can barely find a copy of the game online. And even for um, uh, even for like a uh, day one edition, just like ooh thirty bucks or something like that. Just like uh, but hey uh. $15 for a day one edition that has a soundtrack, everything complete. Hey, that's that's good for me. But uh yeah. And uh we're still waiting on um uh Like a Dragon Garden from VG uh VGP. They said that uh they're getting uh English covers for the game, which was initially gonna have a, a Chinese cover, but uh hey, they were able to uh, or managed to get uh English copies for English copies, so uh, yeah, uh, that, that, that's pretty cool. So, it should arrive sometime either early to mid December around that time. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I can finally get probably by the time, uh, you know, I get my hands on it, the English dub for, for the game will probably be released, but uh, yeah, uh, I think that's a that's, that's enough time time of me talking about my my little personal life. I went way over time. Now now it's time to get to the news. Time to get to the real, uh, the the meat of of the episode. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by you, the patrons on patreon.com slash cafe podcast. With as low as three dollars a month, you can support me and the podcast with benefits such as exclusive posts, early access to the podcast, no in video ads your name scrolling in the video, and much more. So please, consider supporting your boy over at patreon.com slash podcast. And now, back to the show. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's switch on over to the next scene over here. And of course, we we'll want to say thanks to Persona Central. These guys provide all the news, articles, and the stuff that we're seeing here today. So guys, please check out Persona Central. Check out Persona Central. You know, get, get all their, uh, uh, the social media is there. Got Facebook, uh, RSS, they, their uh, feed, uh, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff there. Please check them out. Check out Persona Central. They are the good. They, 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 they're cool. They're awesome. Check out the articles, all that stuff. So let us get to the first article of the day. Actor Jun Shison. Uh, appointed as Persona Series Ambassador. I have no idea who this guy is, but uh, maybe he's a voice actor for uh, for one of the characters. Maybe I have no idea, but uh, let's check it out. Alice has announced that actor Jun Shishon has been appointed as brand ambassador for the Persona Series. As ambassador, Shishon will appear in TV commercials, promotional uh, videos, and marketing visuals to promote the series. Uh, Shison has made his acting debut in 2011, has starred in various uh, works in Russia's Sentai Tokyo. Oh, wait, what? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. hold on, hold on. Well, 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 let me uh, Google this guy. Hold on, hold on. Who, who, who is he? Who, who did he play in in uh, in uh, uh, Tokyo? <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh oh, he was right. Oh, that's awesome. 
Like I, I, I can't even recognize him as right. Oh. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, that that's that's awesome. I never knew that. I mean, I I couldn't recognize him without like the the hair without the haircut he had and and the Letterman jacket. But hey, right. <laughs> Uh, he's currently featured in the drama uh, uh, Fermat no Viori uh, and will appear in the upcoming Netflix adaption of Yu Hakusho. Oh, okay. Uh, and there's a video message, which I don't think it's... Uh, 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 let's see. Close captioning is... Nope. Okay. I can't recognize. I don't <laughs> recognize him. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm guessing he's just saying like, oh, he's excited to you know be part of the ambassador and all that stuff. So I'm guessing you know when uh. Persona 6 eventually, you know, starts getting its uh, advertising and all that stuff. He'll probably be playing, you know, the ad. <laughs> be probably be playing uh, a live action version of the protagonist, maybe, perhaps. But uh, it'd be pretty interesting. I, I would really like to see, you know, the TV commercials and uh, promo videos of of him uh, promoting the the the. The games and stuff. God, I, it was difficult for me to to think of and uh, speak speak of of what I wanted to say. But um, yeah, that is the you own know, pretty awesome. Uh, surprised that no one's anything here. But uh, well, okay, we we got a we got uh Tokyo Star promoting Persona. Pretty awesome. Uh, thank goodness you know we don't have an ambassador in in the West. Cause I mean, not gonna lie, we. Quote, quote, had an ambassador of the Persona series in the West, but that didn't turn out very good because just like, oh, God, that was horrible. That was a horrible time. So, like, uh, if you guys don't know, like, it was, what was it? Like, uh, I feel like it was 2019, 2018, around that time. Like there was this guy who ran this like a, who who ran this like fan site sort of like on like Facebook I saw initially and then like on Twitter, but then like just like this guy was just like oh hey guys let's do something every month to celebrate Persona just like like do something every day and every month for Persona I'm just like, hmm. I mean, I like my persona, but I'm just like, yeah, no, no, like, it's something like doing a bit too much for it, and then just like, the guy was just like starting to like get like, oh, hey, look, I got all this stuff, thanks, Alice, thanks, Alice, and like, oh, okay, all right, cool, but like, then like, uh, out of the blue, just like a, like a, a guy exposed the the guy running like the the fan side, just like, 
And, like, he was a really horrible person. Like, he sent, like, basically, like, threats to, to the guy. Well, the, the guy running the, the fans, I had sent, sent threats to the other guy. And it was just like, ooh, yeah, just like, he, he wasn't really a good guy. Like, I had an inkling feeling, like, I don't trust this guy. Just like, just how, like, despite not me hearing what he sounds like, just, it's just the way that, you know, the way he talks online, just like, there's just something off about him that I don't like. I don't know what it is, but I just, like, don't like it. And I think, like, it was just the way that was just, like, how he was just, like, trying to, like, command over, like, the fans. Just, like, come on, guys. We gotta be better than this. Just, like, please don't tell the fan base what to do. Just, like, like they're their own people. Like, they'll do whatever they want. You're not the leader of, like, of fans of a series just like uh but like after like he got caught and like all these other stuff like he actually sent like um the, the guy who exposed him just like uh a third thing like damn you like like screw you like uh <laughs> like it was hilarious just like you ruined my 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 reputation with atlas and now i'm not gonna get anything from him anymore i'm just like I mean, that's kind of what you get. <laughs> I'm mean, not gonna lie. Just like that guy was just like, like he 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 was saying like voicemail threads. Just like, ooh, man, that that was that was pretty bad. But um, yeah, I guess I'm kind of glad we don't have you know some kind of like you know ambassador in the West because just like people in the West are just like. They, they they have this kind of complex at least in my opinion just like mm, man huh but uh let's move on to to the next article shall we yeah 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 uh so sega targets five million sales in debut next year for the next numbered persona title so i'm um, i'm guessing they're talking about for like persona 3 reload targeting uh 5 million sales including um i'm guessing including um other sales probably so uh, sega has published uh sega has published the company's quarterly investors q a for the q2 financial results for the fiscal year ending in march 2024 which is july august and september 2023 the respondents were sega sammy's uh haruki uh, tommy uh, representative director president and group ceo and uh koichi uh fukasawa director senior manager ex senior managing ex ex executive i don't know why it's hard to say that word for me executive i want to say executive <laughs> but executive officer group cfo uh the Q&A includes an answer about the future sales of poten uh, potential Persona series. Is there a chance that within with its overseas popularity, the Persona series could sell 5 million copies in its first year? Uh, by increasing the number of platforms it is available on and the regions it is released in, we have been increasing the sales of Persona 5. 
Uh, we believe that it would be possible for a major percentile, such as a number of releases, sell 5 million copies in its first year by releasing it on multiple platforms simultaneously, uh, and simultaneously worldwide from day one. Uh, we also have high expectations for the, the new IP, Metaphor Repentio, from developers of Persona 5. So yeah, uh, seems like Alice is learning from uh, uh, past, well I guess not really mistakes, but ex experiments of doing, you know, multi multi-platform releases and worldwide releases and multiple region releases of, you know, doing the games. It's like, of course, like, you know, with just Persona 5 and um, Persona 5 uh, Royal doing, like, amazing numbers just on, like, well, PS... I'm Persona 5 on PS3 and PS4, and then Persona 5 Royal, just PS4 alone, like, it did amazing numbers. But now, you know, since they did, starting with uh, Persona 4 Golden, like, their first PC release, they saw, oh, all right, this did numbers, looks do some more, and seeing some more, more multi-platform releases, they like, yep, uh, looks like we're getting more money out of this, uh, how about we keep doing more, and anyway, we're keep on doing, uh, more, more numbers than ever, and, uh, the next article will talk about more numbers, too, <laughs> uh, in their fiscal year ending March 2024, uh, Q1 Q&A session, Sega stated that the Persona series was one that they had high expectations for, with uh, the likely expectations of Persona 3 Reload would sell over 1 million copies. As per last report numbers, no individual Persona release has yet to sell over 5 million. Uh, between the original release and remastered ports, Persona 5 Royal ha will have sold at least 4 million copies of the last report figures in April 2024. I mean, April 2023. Uh, with the Persona 5 series have selling over 9 million copies worldwide. So just like uh, Persona 5 um, <laughs> uh, selling 4 million copies, that's just like, wow. So And Persona 5 series in total, 9 million? Bruh. Like, and I feel like, you know, um, as much as I love Persona 5, we're, we're we're getting a bit tired of Persona Five, but just like uh, we'll, it's it's the series will continue to sell a lot. Um, just, just seeing comments here, just seeing. Um, I think it's a reasonable estimate of the low end sales that P Six will will get, considering they are flat out mean it will come to all platforms in a few years. This including the Switch successor whenever it actually releases, and it's huge and guarantees massive sales. Yep. Yeah, they're basically saying like, yeah, it's a person is just gonna have a multi-platform release. So cool, maybe, possibly. But uh, continuing on with the numbers of sales, Persona series uh, sold seven hundred fifty thousand copies worldwide from July to September, three months span, seven hundred fifty thousand copies. That is still amazing. Uh, Sega Sammy has recently uh, released the. Fiscal year ending March 2024, second quarter uh, from those months, uh, financial reports. As with previous earning reports, Sega has outlined for specific game series which notably performed during that quarter, including Persona. <clears throat> According to the financial results, the Persona series sold approximately 750,000 units worldwide, 
including digital and physical sales uh, in 2023. This comes from the repeat sales of previous released Persona games, notably the remastered versions of Persona 3, 4, and 5. The series has sold 630,000 copies in its first quarter fiscal year ending in March 2024 from April to June. According to the <clears throat> as reported in April 2023, the Persona series has sold 3.27 million copies last year from beginning of April to the end of March. So you can see here, uh, so 7.5k, so uh, Persona series, so it goes from there to there. Man, that, that, that is a lot of sales. That is a hell of a lot of sales. God damn. So, so uh, we're, we're looking basically right here. So just uh, 730. So these, these basically the thousands. And then add a, what is this, 750,000 to, to that. And you, you, you get the total of Q2. So I wonder what uh, Q3 will look like. I mean, we also have to, I mean, I'm not sure if this is going to count as well. Like uh, the limited run games release of Persona 3 and 4. I'm not sure that's going to count eventually to maybe. Hmm. I mean, because the sale is going to end in December for for um, Persona 4 and Persona 3 is already done. So maybe it'll count because this well, uh, quarter three will consist of October, November, December. So probably in my count, maybe don't we don't really know for sure and uh previous milestones uh november alice confirmed that the persona series has sold 60.8 million units worldwide with most of that being from the persona series persona 5 <laughs> as the end of november 2022 the persona 5 series uh has sold 8.3 million units so yeah that is essentially half half of the half of the copies being sold just from persona 5 titles alone man man like like it's all that milking like <laughs> people are still gonna buy our stuff hey <laughs> yeah i mean i'm gonna like that's me too i i bought persona 5 tactics so <laughs> i am part of the problem i am the reason why alice keeps on making these these spin-offs <laughs> <laughs> but uh yep uh april 2023 the remasters sold of p5 sold 1.7 million and strikers have sold uh over 2 million copies in 2023 nice nice oh man but again it's impressive how like the games keeps on keeps on selling uh so like so I wonder, well, actually, we do have the numbers for attack uh, as of this uh, recording. So uh, we'll, we'll be checking that out soon. But in the meantime, Persona 3 character trailers. So I guess has released. We have the I guess trailer. So Alice has released the eighth tra character trailer for Persona 3 Reload featuring I guess. And uh, you guys can also check my reaction to the I guess trailer in the the description below if you're watching on youtube or the uh audio podcast so yeah please check it out so yeah uh alice is constantly releasing the character trailers on a weekly basis uh you know we, we can uh 
take, take a look at this just real quick. For some reason, I feel like going to Tartarus and raising some hell. <laughs> Shall we commit the raid? Like that, that, that's so funny. That's so funny. But uh, the overall trailer is pretty good, in, in my opinion. Uh, like, again, game looks really good. It still looks absolutely amazing. And Don Bennett, you know, her voice sounds alright as, uh, I guess, doesn't sound too bad. Oh man. And apparently this scene wasn't available in um in the original Persona 3, but it was added in uh portable. So glad to see that happen. Uh you know, portable content, you know, being part of uh the main story again. Well for this remake, so that is pretty awesome, pretty nice. And yeah. Pretty nice trailer. Uh, went to more details in uh, my reaction video, so please uh, check that out if you want my uh, full thoughts on it. But uh, overall, it is a pretty good trailer. Pretty nice. So, uh, yeah, we do have some more uh, stuff happening. We're already getting close to the end of uh, this uh, episode. I know, I know it's, I said earlier, we don't have that much to, to go through. We're already down one game, so, uh, we only have one more to go, and then, you know, metaphor reprints you until we get more news about that, you know, all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. Next stuff we have Persona 5 Tech uh, Developer Interview on Mechanics, DLC Inspiration, and Composing the Soundtrack. So, this seems like it's going to be a, a slightly longer one, slightly longer article. So, yeah, it's an interview, so it's, it's going to be a beefy one. Weekly Fimitsu 1823, which was released on November 9th, included an extensive interview on Persona 5 Tech Dub with director Naoya uh, Medea, business producer As Atsushi uh, Nomura, and composer uh, Toshiki uh, Konishi. Uh, the interview uh, discusses various aspects of the game, including the mechanics, inspiration, and composing the soundtrack. So, uh, you can see, see all three of them right here. Hopefully that's in the shot there. And freaking Morgana. <laughs> so the game has finally released. How are you feeling now that the development is complete? I was having so much fun during the playtest at the end of the development that I've lost track of time. And even though I knew what was going to happen, there were still some scenes that left me feeling unsettled. So it was a satisfying experience. Nomura, reactions from the people trying the game at game shows and other events has been very positive. Uh, we've been asked by a lot of domestic and international media as to why we made an, S an SRPG. Personally, I think it's an evolution from the turn-based RPGs. I'm sure some of you were curious how to see, uh, to see how it turned out since it's the first game like it in the series, but I've been relieved to hear it still feels like Persona. I kind of feel like uh, you know, um, 
it's been made because of the uh, <laughs> been made because of the uh, the polls that the surveys they they've been put out. Like, oh hey, what kind of games you like to see on the Persona Five series? Oh hey, let's make it an SRPG. So strategy RPG or tactical RPG, whichever. Yeah, pretty sure. Like, oh yeah, we decided to make it because of the polls that we that we released to the public. That's most likely it. Uh, Konishi, a refund comes on the music on social media. I've been having to. Yeah, I've been happy to see people looking forward to it as a new Persona Five title. In pro projects I've worked on so far, I find myself uh, wishing I'd done something different or made a song in a different way in the lead up to release. This time, there was very little reflections in, like this, and I think I've been able to uh, come up with a final product that I'm, able, that I'm satisfied with. So what was the reason behind this, Konishi? Uh, the fact that I'm now completely in charge of the music has been a big help. Uh, before now, I've been working on other people's concepts and ideas, sharing work with Shoji Meguro and other members of the sound team. But this time, I was working on it by myself, so I started out by uh, solidifying the concepts and was able to proceed without getting stuck. So I think this gave me a stronger feeling of accomplishment. Nomura, during development, Konishi suggested that we would add more songs in certain places several times, and by the end, the number by and by the end, the number of tracks had increased considerably. Thanks to that, the soundtracks, which will be released alongside the game, is very satisfying. And I'd be happy if you could pick it up, pick it up along with the game. The first thing that stood out with uh, to me when playing the game was that Persona skills had previously been about exploiting enemy weaknesses, but in this game, most of the skills are about affecting enemies' position positioning. Is this change a new a new revolution for this for this game? <laughs> revolution, because P five T is all about rev revolution. <laughs> There's something unique uh, to this project. To briefly explain how they work, uh, Goro attacks will blow away enemies, Frey attacks will attract enemies to a target, Psy attacks will lure an enemy towards you, Zio will give an electric shock, and Buffy will freeze an enemy. So the key to using skills uh, wisely is to manipulate enemies to give allies an advantage. Aha's skills are also useful, allowing you to increase your own movement range while decreasing the enemies. Hitting multiple enemies will uh, increase your movement by a lot, so you can create new opportunities like getting behind the enemy to activate a large triple threat, or all-out attack. Uh, the protagonist is able to use Aha from the beginning, so he can use this uh, effectively. Also, Arena's charge attacks is pretty good. Uh, Nomura, it is strong, isn't it? Medea, uh, in addition to the regular members of the Fantheys, I want players to empathize with uh, Erina through combat. So we were conscious of giving her abilities which were make players uh, want to use her in battle. Uh, in addition, there are bonuses for using allies which were not in the party in the previous stage. There are also bonuses depending on which allies are in the party. Also, each allies can have a sub-persona. The system allows players to try out various formations when challenging the game. So, like, uh, if you played uh, the Q games, they give you sub-personas, which is just like, oh, hey, yeah, um, your, now your other party members can now use other elemental skills and abilities that their initial persona couldn't do use before. So, yeah, 
it, it gives basically more more skills for for your uh party to use. And there and there's the undo feature, which allows you to rewind to a previous turn at any point during battle, which was useful. Was this added in anticipation of some degree of trial and error? In the early stages, even if you make some errors, you shouldn't get stuck. It will depend on your preferred playstyle, but I would be happy for players to use undo regularly for main story stages to make to make battles more enjoyable. Uh, Namora. Uh, on the other hand, if you want to complete all the rewards for each stage, you need to adopt a completely different strategy from what you use initially to clear a stage. In higher difficulty quests, uh, there are times when one mistake can, will cause a lot of issues, so I hope you will use the undo feature as needed. If you choose the hard difficulty or above, then will you be able to attack allies? This drastically uh, changes the way each character plays. Uh, wait, if you choose hard difficulty or above, then you will be able to attack out. Oh, hmm. okay. Uh, Medea. Yes, area effect attacks are useful on normal, but on hard or higher, you will have to completely change your strategies and be more careful, uh, with where you use them. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, at least I'm not playing on, on hard. Initially, we had friendly fire on... Uh, occur on normal too, but there was a concern within the company that this would be too harsh. You could consider hard and above be more typical of the Alice of yesteryear. We wanted to give players freedom in party composition and allow dif difficulty to allow them uh, to play the games as they like. Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, you can still technically have friendly fire in normal if you have, like, positioned your characters in a way where like uh it'll be like like imagine like a a vertical or just like you and then in front of you is an enemy and then behind that enemy is your ally you can attack the enemy the enemy will hit your ally also as well so that is technically friendly fire too in a way but um yeah uh but it seems like if 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 it involves skills, that that's gonna be a, a a bit worse, a bit worse. Okay, so uh, continuing on, uh, Namura, that kind of freedom, trial and error are just make sure I'm seeing this right. Yeah, are are some of the pleasures of SRPGs. There will be there will probably be players posting videos of their high level play on social media. And we look forward to seeing uh, strategies that we hadn't even anticipated emerge. Medea, in fact, during in-house testing, we saw a variety of strategies used. We didn't make some adjustments to make uh, to some, which we felt that uh, detracted from the game's enjoyment. For example, being able to defeat a boss in just a couple of turns. In general, however, we value uh, preserving a wide breadth of options rather than just narrowing it down to one optimal solution. Uh, what's the background behind the significant DLC scenario Repaint Your Heart? Uh, the main story is centered around a politician, while in Repaint Your Heart, it's about graffiti artists. Graffiti art is popular in the real world too. In the world of graffiti art, if someone draws something, someone else might draw it over it, uh, with the mentality that this isn't good enough, so I'll redraw it. 
I thought it would be fun to incorporate that kind of back and forth uh, into the game too. So the additional DLC episode and its new rules were born from this idea. Uh, Kachu has a powerful unique skill which, oh, uh, let me just say, uh, Medea. Uh, Kichi has a powerful unique skill which allows a character who has already active uh, to take another action. Makasumi can make current movement range infinite from one turn. Oh wow, that is, that is broken. And apparently, like, you can, bro, I think, like, if you played the DLC before you play the main game, like, or if you were able to, like, use these characters in the main game, I think it was said, like, before that you can do that, but, like, that is broken. That is absolutely broken, like, bro, that, that just makes the game absolutely too easy, like, bro, huh. Uh, during DLC battles, the battle formation is fixed with uh, these two and also the protagonist, but we hope that you will enjoy the battles with a different style to the main story. Uh, we recommend starting the additional DLC, the additional episode after completing the main story. I mean, shoot, just like, that is just like, that is completely broken. Just, hey, yeah, uh, use your ability to make me go another turn and uh, how about you just go all the way to the end and just kill the boss right then and there. Like, that is, that is wild. Whew. Uh, regarding the music, since it's the first SRPG in the series, how did that affect things? Kunishi, uh, in a normal RPG, you explore a dungeon, enter a battle, win, see the results, and go back to exploring. Repeating this pattern over and over in a short period of time, the tempo of an SRPG is completely different. Exploration and battles here are one and the same. So the music has too many ups and downs, then there will be disconnect from the tension the player is feeling. Oops, scrolling up. Uh, we tried to create that music that would not distract the players even when listening to it for an extended period. But the music that would still convey the protagonist's action as is typical of 4% 5. If the battle, if the battle songs keep up high tensions all the time, I might not be able to keep up with them. Kanishi, I thought about creating a soundtrack where the songs would vary depending on whether it is an ally or an enemy's turn, but the game has a fast tempo, and if I did not, and if I did that, the song would change frequently. Therefore, I tried to avoid songs that give the feeling of excitement during the chorus and calmness during the verse. I created a single song that maintains a constant level of excitement during battle. I see. I'm currently playing the game for a strategy guide. I'm currently playing the game for a strategy guide in the next issue, so I like to listen to the music while I pr progress. <clears throat> Punishi, in the main story, there isn't, uh, there aren't that many uplifting songs, but towards the end, we include a more optimistic tracks, including the songs that play during the ending. In the DLC, the music takes a completely different direction. So please enjoy that as as well. Throughout the work, I consistently reuse certain uh, phrases between songs. So I hope that the player will pick up on the small details like this as well. <clears throat> oh God! Oh my! My throat was just drying up, Captain. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, well, we're almost done here. We're almost done here. Uh, Medea. As with the music, throughout the game, there will be character interaction that, uh, that who, uh, that those who have played Persona 5 will enjoy. 
and there are many little details which will make you smile. Personally, I like Sochio's cameo in one scene. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, I'd like you to have fun uh, while playing and listening to the game. <clears throat> Nomura, one of the goals in Persona 5 is rehabilitation, and one of the goals is this work is to bring about revolution. When Persona, when the fam thieves of heart, Arena, and Toshio meet, a story in the new world takes shape. Please play until the end to see what this revolution will bring and what will happen along the way. All right, oh man, uh, that, that was a, a, a bit of an article. Get a little, let me just take a quick drink here. But man, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving how, how like they're just going into the music. Because music is an important part of, you know, the, the game. Especially, like, in the Persona series. Because, like, music can, can make or break a, a scene. And, like, there were some uh, songs that were just like, Bruh, oh, oh the, 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 this is hurting my heart, man. Why why, why is this song that got you playing? But uh, currently, my current position of Tactica, the, the music's alright. Uh, I'm still very early on in the game, so... I probably haven't heard like much of the songs they they are really talking about. I mean, at least with the battle songs, I know about that. But um, but I really hope to you know he, to hear more of the the songs that they were talking about th throughout this. And like the fact that uh, they're talking about uh, oh hey yeah uh, we were initially gonna have friendly fire in the game, but uh or in the normal mode but like no nah, no nah, we're, we're not gonna do that like oh thank goodness they didn't do that because like oh uh, i i would be kind of uh kind of annoyed if they did that I'm like oh but uh uh i think i think it's also like kind of well like they, they mentioned that oh yeah uh the dlc characters are just overpowered and just like i mean they they could balance out a little bit i mean like uh i mean at least what costs me like Yes, expand her range a little bit, but not just like, oh yeah, she can go anywhere she wants. Just like, mmm, mmm. <laughs> so just like, uh, like, like imagine just having her in, in in the main game. Just like, oh yeah, uh, from this starting position, uh, just just go all the way to the boss and just just exploit the weakness and just attack. Just yeah, just do that. Like. That's that's kind of unfair, right? You know, but uh, I mean, that's just my opinion. But uh, if you guys want to give your thoughts about this, hey, leave it in the comment section down below. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that's made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or inks like other energy drinks. I just got myself the Dubby sample pack, which comes with this little tumbler, and also comes with four flavor packs. Got the peach and beach, or beach and peach. <laughs> comes with the dub squat, sludge, my man, sludge. I'm reading it backwards. <laughs> oh, then we got the dragonade. I should probably look at it first then, <laughs> do a thing. And then the galaxy grenade. So we're going to try one of these today, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you how, how I honestly think about it. Alright, let's try one of these out. Um, let's go with Beach and Peach. Let's try this out. 
Alright, so currently right now we have the Peach and Beach. It's a mango white peach cooler. So we're gonna try out a smell first. Okay, it, it smells pretty good. I, I will say it smells better than the last one I tried, but previous one was still good. But time for the taste test. Let's go. That, that's good. That is. Okay, of course, there's gonna be like a little powdery, but overall, like, the taste is pretty good. I, I do like this, uh, peach and beach. Not bad flavor, not bad flavor at all. I might get the full tub. Might have to get the full tub of this. It's not bad at all. If you guys want to try out the samples shaker yourself or buy any of the products on Dubby, make sure to use my coupon code PowerJ at checkout to save a 10% on your order. So again, that's PowerJ at checkout for 10% off your order. Now, back to the video. We're like here. What would you guys think about, you know, uh, what's what's happening in this interview? Because, hey, any opinion and, you know, input about this, I think that's good to me. So, uh, yeah, next up, we're, we're going to be talking about a little bit more about, this is the last attacker article, and, uh, this has got some people, uh, really mixed up, and I totally forgot to put on the background music, holy cow, throughout that entire thing, wow. Ah, but, uh, yeah, this article might give people some, um, well, this have this has gave, gave uh, people some experience about the reception of Persona 5 Tactica. Persona 5 Techno debuts with 50k physical copies sold in Japan. 50k. So, uh, update. Uh, so this is from a couple days ago. Famitsu released the uh, top 11 to 30 games, uh, game sale, which includes Persona 5 Techno for PS4 at 12th place. Okay, with updated sales data. So, uh, strategy. RPG Persona 5 Tactica was released on the Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One Series, PC, and Steam worldwide last week on November 17th. The sales tracker Famitsu reports that 49,928 total copies were sold during its first week in stores in Japan. A Famitsu estimates sales data for this version of Persona 5 Royal in Japan are sales ranging from uh, November 13th to November 19th. Wait, what? Wait, what do you mean that this, uh, this word? Uh, don't you mean, uh, Persona 5 Tactica? I don't get it. I, I don't get why, 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 why they include Royal, but, uh, okay. Um, the number of copies sold does not include the digital download of the sale of the game. Uh, with Persona 5 Tactica launching on Game Pass as well as increasing the prevalence of digital downloads, the number of physical copies sold does not paint the entire picture, but it can also be used as concrete data regarding the number of copies sold in the region. So, a Persona spin-off sales comparison blows the uh, comparison of the uh, of the Japanese opening sales followed by lifetime sales of previous spin-off games in Persona series. All sales data are from Famitsu Sales Tracker. So, uh, PQ, 
Uh, the initial sales were 186,000, and the lifetime is 254,000. Uh, Persona Strikers, 162,000 for its opening, and 244,000 in its lifetime. Arena for 360 PS3, 126,000 for its opening week, 204,000 for its lifetime. Dancing or P4 dancing. 95,000, 124,000. Ultimax, 85,000, 115,000. PQ2, 74,000, 89,000. Ooh, I mean, that, that is... I mean, I can understand because it was released in 2018, you know, two years after the Switch's release, so I can understand that. Uh, Persona 5 Dancing, 44,000, 53,000. Well, 54,000. I mean, let's just round up 45,000, 54,000. Persona 3, 38,000, 45,000. Oh, so now which each individual versions of Tactica 26,000, well, 27,000 for the Switch, 16,000 for PS5, uh, Ultimax for. PS4 Switch, 12,000 to 12,000. So, oh, not that, that's not a lot. And then Tactica for PS4, 7,000. Huh. So, man, that is not looking good. But this is just physical sales and only in Japan. They're not counting digital sales at least. Or as part of this. And, uh, oh, I didn't even notice that, um, P5 and P3 dancing includes the bundles, too. So, uh, didn't notice that. But, uh, I I'm, I'm curious as to how, uh, Ultimax didn't get, like, like, oh, man, that, like, Ultimax is just, like, the sales, which that is just, like, that is bad. <laughs> it didn't. The opening sales is the exact same of its lifetime sales. That is wild. That is like no copies of Ultimax was sold after the opening. Huh. Wow, that 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 was just bad. I mean, like, even like Persona 3 dancing, like at least it got some sales a little bit, but like absolutely no sales. Or it has not been updated. One of those two dies just wild as like no nothing from uh Arena Ultimax. But at least P5T like uh opening week is better than uh three and five dancing's opening week. But we just gotta see, you know, how much does you no know, Japan's digital sales count as part of that too. Because that might make a difference. That might make a difference. Uh, so, uh, continuing on, uh, the Persona series as a whole has sold, yep, 16 million, so, so, uh, yeah, we, we covered that before. Yeah, uh, this week's software sales, the top-selling games in Japan in November 13th to the 19th. So, number one, Mobotaru, which I don't even know what that is, with uh, about, uh, 315,000. Super Mario RPG, three, 300,000. That's pretty good. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So, I uh, believe that's supposed to be uh, 
opening 50,000 with a whole cow of a million sales. Wild. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, 48,000. Tacta, 27. Uh, P the Switch version, PS5, 16,000. Like a Dragon, Gaiden, uh, 11,000 or 12,000 opening. 72,000 a lifetime or to date. WarioWare, 10,000 to 53,000. Okay, not bad. Naruto, Boruto, 9,000. Oh, that, that, that's kind of bad. Uh, Gaiden for PS5, 8,000 to 72,000. Okay, okay. I mean, I can like that. That is the, the, the opening sales. That is a, a weird one. That's, uh, well, actually, not really weird, but, uh, from opening to the, um, to the date, to date sales, sorry, that is, oh, that, that, that is, you know, wild to see, well, not really wild, but, like, I'm amazed at, okay, the, the opening sales for PS5 is less than the PS4 version, but the to date sales, the PS5 version outsold the PS4 version, that, 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 that's what amazes me, hmm. but it's not, that, not by, it's not that much, but, like, it's about 500 or so copies in between, so uh, it, it's very close, very close. Uh, just continuing on, uh, Detective Pikachu, 7,222, well, 8,222, uh, Tactica for PS4, 7,000, uh, Yo, Johan, uh, 7,000, Pikmin 4, 6,000 to, well, 7,000 to, 954,000, and, uh, Call of Duty, 5,000 to 20,000. Yeah. Alright, so, um, yeah, this is, I've seen people say, like, like, this has been, like, the worst, one of the worst-selling Persona series. Uh, I mean, we can just see just from, from the, from the sales here, at least in openings, it's one of the worst. Because, I mean... It's taking you up three places, but like if you count it up to altogether 50,000 or so, it would be basically number seven here. So it's, it's, it depends on how you see it. You either see like, okay, individual sales means like, oh man, it's pretty bad, but if you add it all together, it's not that bad. It's literally just right in the middle, but also if you're just taking out all. Since it's taking up three places, so it's just be one, two, three. So it would technically be the fourth worst selling. If we count it like that. No, not not like putting all together all the versions. Switch, PS5, PS4 version. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, what wasn't there an Xbox version? Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't also included the Xbox version. Well, it's also on Game Pass, but... Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, I don't think Xbox has a physical version, doesn't it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Just shaking over in this, uh... Uh, another window here. I want to see... What's the sales for? Uh... Or, or let me see uh, if 
Tacta has a Xbox version. Because if it doesn't, then okay, that, that makes sense. Um no, it has a Series X. It has an Xbox version. So why isn't that counted into here? I mean, I know that Japan does Xbox doesn't have that big of a of an audience in Japan, but I think like you know that should at least count. Or maybe it's that the sales of Xbox of the Xbox version is so low that it's it's not it's pointless to add it to the list. Perhaps, maybe, I have no idea. I'm not, you know, Famitsu and all that stuff. But that is just, oh, I mean, the fact that they didn't even put it there, it's just like, I, mean, I think that there has to be some some sort of telling. But uh, yeah, yeah, that that is. Mm. But we're we're probably gonna have to see like probably another two, maybe three months to see the actual like total sales up to that date of how Persona 5 Tactica is going but uh yeah we, we're just gonna have to wait to see how you know how many actual copies are sold and this isn't even including the digital sales too so uh yeah so so many variables are not you know uh are not adding up to like you know how the game is actually sold so uh only you know Alice has numbers of Oh, of how this game is doing. So, yeah, we're just gonna have to find out later. Okay, so now we are going on to the last article of the night: Persona Five Reload Kanemata trailer. Yes, yes, of course. Today, recording day is character trailer day of Kanemata, and of course, if you haven't checked it. Check out my reaction to it, please do. Link will be down in the description below. But yeah, uh, this will go real quick. Uh, Alice has released the character trailer for Persona 3 Reload featuring Kanamata. English, uh, Alice will be releasing P3 Reload character trailers weekly. So uh, let me just mute the background a little bit so you guys can uh, check out the trailer. And again, if you guys want to see my... Uh, Full reaction to the trailer uh, and my full thoughts on it. Uh, link will be in the description below. But overall, uh, this was a good trailer, and I thought uh, Justine Lee's uh, performance as Ken was pretty good. It definitely uh, uh, was it called um, exceeding my ex expectation of how she was doing Ken's voice. There's still a little bit of doubt of how she's going, but how she's doing. But hey, uh, glad, glad, you know, I'm, I'm being proven wrong a little bit here. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking, you know, uh, like her, her voice here. But uh, yeah, we're almost done here. Seeing Ken's performance here, really nice. And here we we do have a uh, Ken's um, third G attack, which I found out after uh, trailer came out, and I posted on Twitter on that that uh this is a light attack that uh went a light attack that hits one enemy, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, and I believe how the third G metered charges is that you have to be under 50% SP 
to an attack while you're under 50% SP and that's how it gets charged. Okay, that is an you know interesting you know way to charge it. So, you know you really have to use your moves until you're half, less than half. So that is you know not bad at all. And I think it ignores weakness, maybe. I mean all the others, well I think all the others do, but uh, yeah, uh, pr pretty nice trailer, and I believe the next trailer should be Shinji's trailer so that will be the last uh party member trailer that we'll be seeing but uh I believe I also seen people say oh hey uh after Shinji's trailer um something on the Persona 3 reload site like had um Strega the the member Strega there so we might see either individual Strega character trailers or just one you know, entire trailer surrounding around talking about God, <laughs> gassy, <laughs> or one entire trailer just talking about the Striga characters. Either or, we're still not done getting these uh weekly uh, character trailers. Uh, we're either getting two more or we're getting four more. So yeah, just getting more trailers, more trailers. Get to see, you know, a little bit more of what Reload is all about. I mean, I can't wait. We'd see, you know, uh, how the game actually performs. So, yeah. Uh, if guys, again, guys want to check out my reaction, please check it do. Uh, check it do. Check it out. My reactions. My full thoughts about it. Uh, but, yeah. I think we're going to call this here. Uh, oh, man. I, I know I spent, like... 20 minutes at the beginning just like talking about yeah my life is all about but hey at least i'm you know getting out to you guys uh you know expressing myself you know connecting to you guys i really would like to hear you know hey what you guys think about you know me doing like you know my five well this episode's case you know 20 minutes of you know rambling about real life stuff and all that stuff so yeah any comments you know opinions about you know what's going on this uh in the series you know let me know because I, I i do read you guys comments especially on my main channel and i do want to do the same on here but uh, yeah you just guys guys have to just comment down there uh i'll read it you know give a like uh hearted if if it's you know really good you know just uh just gotta do that but uh yeah i I think gotta call it here. I do gotta wake up a bit early to get get some uh get something in my car fixed, so I gotta call it. So thank you guys for watching. Uh like I said earlier, uh links to all the articles, all the sources will be in the link in the description of the YouTube video and uh audio podcast video, audio podcast description. So you guys wanna check it out there. And also want to give a shout out to the patrons. You guys are really awesome. You guys support the show uh, monetarily. So, well, financially. I guys support the show financially. You guys are awesome. Uh, if you guys do want to support the show, check out the pod, check out the Patreon. Links will be in the description below. And yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, please, uh, if you're on 
podcast services, uh, follow the channels. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. And uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, please like, subscribe, favorite, all that stuff. And I'll see you guys soon with my next with the next episode of the Cathedral of Velvet podcast. I will see you guys next time. Bye.